Today we're looking at The Polar Express, a stunning computer animated film co-written and directed by Robert Zemeckis and is based on the 1985 children's book of the same name by Chris Van Allsburg. The film tells the story of a young boy who, on Christmas Eve, sees a mysterious train bound for the North Pole and is invited aboard by its conductor. The boy joins several other children as they embark on a journey to visit Santa Claus, preparing for Christmas. Hello, welcome back to Christmas and Chill. Uh, This is a podcast where a group of mates come together on a daily basis and review a whole bunch of good and mostly bad Christmas movies. Um, My name's Josh. I'm here with Maddie and Amy. Um, Hello. How are we this evening? Pretty good. I'm not doing so well, Josh, actually. Why aren't you doing so well, Maddie? Because I just watched The Polar Express (laughs) and I'm not happy. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that you had to sit through. Yes, Yes, but Um, how are you? Yeah, look, I've, I've, I've had better days. Oh, why? What's wrong? Well, I also had to sit through the Polar <laughs> Express. Uh, yeah, fair enough. We've yeah. all been there, mate. It's okay. Yeah, it's not good. Amy, how are you? Um, I'm pretty good, actually. <laughs> um, why, are you, why are you good, Amy? <laughs> because I don't actually mind the Polar Express, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of weird and there are some questionable moments. But I think it's good. Some? <laughs> no, is that questionable? <laughs> oh, dear. So, yes, um, today we watched uh, The Polar Express. Um, this is a movie I personally haven't seen before. Amy, you've watched it probably a million times. Yep. Um, Maddie, have you watched the movie before? Yes, I actually have a story about this movie. I, I, would you like to hear it? Go for it. Where I think this movie came out in 2004, so I would have been seven, and I'm pretty sure I was in grade two or three. Um, And as a whole primary school, we all went to the cinemas to watch this movie. Like, I'm talking 200 random primary school kids just rocking up to (laughs) Northland cinemas to watch this movie. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was scared the entire way through. I hate this movie because of the animation, purely scared because of how creepy-looking those people are. I can understand. I mean, the people are scary. I don't even know how I could, like... Watching it, like, tonight, I was like, how did I even watch this as a kid? I feel like I would have been scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's not just Tom Hanks's very cardboard performance that's scary. A whole bunch of the animation itself is quite cardboard? terrifying. He's every character. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he's a cardboard cutout. There's nothing cutout. cardboard about The it. guy has one accent. It's this, oh, hello, children. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't know why he was Irish, but he's got one accent. And then, and then when he's the dude that's on the train, hey, I'm a little bit gravelly, but I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> and then when he's Santa Claus, whoa, I'm Tom. It's like, like mix it up, or at least hire some more actors. No, man, no, just and, Tom Hanks. And then, and then what we were saying about this too. If if I was a kid watching this movie. I would definitely pick up that all the characters sound the same. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure I remember that being a, a defining moment in my life where I went, every character is Woody. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. but the funny thing is, so I, I thought that um, 
The Polar Express was only my favourite movie. But tonight my brother, Monty, like came home um, from mm. his cherry picking <laughs> and, and when he was going to soccer training, um, he saw the start of it and he's like, oh, my God, this is my favourite movie. So it's not just Monty, me. Monty, what the heck? <laughs> there is so... I used to like your brother. I used to like him and now I really don't. Sorry, Monty. (laughs) Favourite? There are so many other good... It's it's because we've watched it so many times. Okay. Amy, I'm... So genuinely, I need you to help me here because as, as someone who's never watched the film before, I just need you to tell me, what is the story? What is the story? Oh, why? Yeah, like... No, no, like what happens? What happens in the movie? Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, what's... Ha- a lot of shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it like, really doesn't. But, like, what's the story? Like, like, why Why does he get on the train? Because he doesn't believe in Santa. And then, and then what happens up until he believes in Santa? <laughs> like... Just a whole heap of stories combined. <laughs> he gets on the train and then he meets everyone and then the other kid, Billy, gets on the train and then he looks... Okay, can I just say Billy is the only kid with a name? And I think there's... Billy is, is the Sarah? only character with a name. No, his sister a has a name too, I think, actually. Oh, Sally. Billy and Sally and then who are the others? <laughs> hang on, Mr. hang on, wait, there was a sister? Yeah, there's a sister. Billy didn't have a sister. No, not Billy, no, not the not main Billy's guy. Sister. Oh, okay, okay. Apologies. Continue. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, so they get on the train and then Billy gets on the train and then the girl goes to take him the hot chocolate and then he's like, oh, my and gosh, your asleep. ticket. You lost your ticket. And then the ticket goes and flies around. <laughs> Why did he try and give her back the ticket? I'm so, so upset And also, that. Just did you even realise that both times he held it in his bloody hand? Like, mate, just put it in your pocket. What the fuck are you doing? He's got a hole in his pocket. That's the point of the movie, No, he has Amy. other pocket. He has another pocket that doesn't have a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, see, that was my... I was thinking, yeah, bloke, you've got two pockets. Surely you just put it in the other one. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's like a whole adventure of of the kids like getting to the front of the train. He meets a ghost and he helps him out to go to the front of the train and then they meet those reindeer shit things. And then (laughs) (laughs) caribou. You really sell it. So for people who haven't watched this, this is Amy is selling you this movie right now. So if you're wondering whether you should watch it, just just listen to this description and just know that you're going to love it. (laughs) <laughs> and it doesn't get better. <laughs> um, the, so one thing that I did point out, so obviously a whole... I mean, it is a kid's movie. Let's let's preface it by saying it is definitely a kid's movie. Would you say it's like a primary school kid's movie? Like it's not like an older kid's movie? Like it's a young primary school kid's movie, would you say? I mean, as an entire primary school, we went to go see it. So I feel like it's set for primaries. My way of thinking is, like, I don't think I really absorbed the the meaning of the movie, like, the previous times I watched it. That's what like my I mum said. Knew, I knew he wasn't... Yeah, I knew he didn't believe. And I think it's aimed for kids at that age 
who are starting to be like, hmm, I'm not sure if Santa's real. Spoiler alert, he is real, everyone. Um, <laughs> you know, like starting to think that Santa may not be real. So it's a movie aimed at them to make them still believe in the magic. Yeah. And there's like still, there's like other things in there. Like Billy, he needs to learn to like rely on people and like trust people and stuff. And then Mr. Know-it-all is like, you need to listen and learn. Don't always overtake the whole fucking conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like there's little things in there, but then I feel like the whole story as a whole, it just covers it up because so much shit's going on. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> what a very good wrap-up. Yeah, All this shit's just going on. There's a lot going on. on. One, I have a question. Sorry, yep. Josh. No, you go, if, you go, Manny. If us four were the four kids, which ones would we be? <laughs> I feel like... You're the girl with all the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Josh Billy. Josh is the one that needs to rely on others. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm Billy. I need Billy, to yeah. believe, and I feel like Luke needs to stop knowing so yes, much about I was, this. I mean, no offence, Luke. When you, whenever you listen to this, I actually <laughs> thought that Luke was missing know-it-all. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick the man while he's not on the podcast. <laughs> you were very nice to your boyfriend, Amy. That's very nice. Um... Yeah. Sorry, you good, Josh. No, so, so what I did want to talk about is, I guess, the animation style of this and and, <sighs> and definitely, I, I don't know if you listeners, if you haven't picked up from the way we've talked about it, the, the animation here is <sighs> too realistic, it's, I would it's say. The it's the uncanny valley, right? It's It's too realistic to be cartoon, but it's in that weird mix of cartoon realism. Yeah. Where I'm pretty sure they just used human faces and then kind of made them animated. We were talking, and it kind of almost seemed like a, a cut scene from a like a 2006 video game, like like yeah, like GTA. I was watching a cut scene from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, but just but with really good facial features. Like so so yeah, it's it's a mix of incredibly high definition graphics and, and animation. With a lot of cheap movement. Yeah, so it's, it's I, quite I thought weird. too because, like, there'd be moments where, like, their expression would be really, really good, but then what they're, like, especially in that hot chocolate song, like, if you actually looked at their, yeah. <laughs> at their faces, it was very, like, good, but then their movements were, like, shit. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like they, they, they blew all the budget on their... Um, on the on the faces and then realised they had to animate the rest of the body as well. I think they blew their budget on Tom Hanks because all of Tom Hanks' characters, they look the same. It looks like Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, look, they do. Um, the other thing that I did want to point out, I guess the I think the benefit of the animation style is that there was a lot of really beautiful scenery shots. Mm. Um, I think that the animation style... Well, well, no, I don't know. I just think that, like, so there's a sequence where they lose the ticket and it kind of, like, floats around the mountain scene and then it eventually ends up back in the in the train. But just the way it kind of floats and moves, I was like, it's pretty good for an animation. Um, I definitely think I enjoyed the scenery more when there weren't people in it and it was just, like, nature or it was the train. 
Um, the one shot that I'm thinking of is is right at the start where the train pulls up out the front of their house and there's like the big smoke and it's like fog in the middle and the, the small kid and the giant train and I was like, that's a really good shot. Um, it's supposed to look really grand, I guess, for like kids to be like, wow. What Does anyone know off the top of their head what year this movie came out? I've got 2004, my... I've already I, said. Oh, I mean, I don't want to say this because I don't want to get wrong because Luke's going to be like, you got that wrong. <laughs> but he said something about, like... It was, <laughs> it was, like, the first, um, like, CGI or something. Didn't he say yesterday? I think so, but I have no idea how true that is. I'm pretty sure, like, the animation, like, style and that artwork was pretty, like, new at the time. Yeah, I, this is this is definitely Luke's forte. Yes. Um, <laughs> this particular area. So I'm sure that... Um, so what? for full disclosure, Luke is actually uh, working this evening, but what he has done is recorded about five minutes' worth of content to add to the podcast. So... I'm going to chuck that in right now. Hey, Christmas Podcast. It's Luke here. Um, I'm not going to be on the podcast tonight, but I thought I'd record some of my thoughts about the Polar Express. Um, the Polar Express is a weird movie, <laughs> in my opinion. It's the first, one of the first, um, if not the first, fully CGI animated uh, movie with mocap and all that sort of stuff. So basically, it's the first 3D CGI movie. And the look of this movie is very much like that. Anything that is not human faces actually looks pretty good. And I was quite enthralled in the whole story. Um, the story, for me personally, is a little uh, light. It's got a lot of filler. And the movie, weirdly enough, there was a um, a YouTuber talking about this film called Patrick H. Willems, who mentioned the idea that this movie feels more like a roller coaster ride at a Universal or a Disney. For the kids, the idea of believing in Santa is a lot more important than the gifts or anything like that. So the act of believing in Santa and Christmas is very important. Um, but I still feel that this... If I was going to rate it for the... the how, many, how many Christmas hats out of 10, I'd probably give it a 4. Um, something I'd probably watch um, every so often. Um, I wouldn't want to watch it every year personally but if it was on i'd give it a watch okay what, thanks for that five minutes worth. wow thanks that for that great. insight luke wow that was good, good. Wow. insight luke that was wow, wow. really good, good job, stuff luke. great work that's great. my boyfriend wow. everyone yeah <laughs> 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 um okay so another thing that i did want to point out and i i mentioned this to maddie as well um there was quite a lot of roller coaster scenes. <laughs> yes. So, I was feeling dizzy at some point. So the train goes like up a really steep mountain and then does this roller coaster. And it's like I was like, oh cool, that that makes sense. Kids like roller coasters. Do it once, that's great. They then proceeded to do that like three or four more times <laughs> throughout the film. And I was like, 
I think they've... <laughs> it almost felt like they were trying to fill in time. Like, they didn't... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm surprised they well, even... Well, when there's no move... I'm surprised <laughs> they even need to do that with the amount of uh, stories they added to it. I was going <laughs> to say, there's not that much story that has a roller coaster thing to it. It's so... So the issue I have with it, and the reason I asked you, Amy, to try and tell the story is because I don't actually think anything happened. Like okay, a lot of now, Josh, you try and explain the story. Well, I mean, I can, tr- I can try. So obviously, the train comes. He gets on the train. Billy gets on. But the... why does the train come? But is it? I thought it. I mean. I've thought all this whole time it's because he doesn't believe in in Santa and Christmas and all that. And so then he needs to grow to um, – because I assume the whole movie is everyone has something that they need to learn. And so that's why the, the train comes because they need to go – for some reason need to go to Polar, <laughs> to um, the North Pole to – um, like learn about something or change their opinion about something. And then for him, it's he needs to believe in Santa or believe in Christmas. Yeah. The thing that I... The thing that I struggled with with the movie is that the I, I really liked the aspect where each kid had to learn something and it, there was, you know... Because all Christmas movies, they always end with a message. I think a good Christmas movie ends with, like... Um, oh, I finally learnt the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, family is the real Christmas. We had love all along, like all those kind of classic Christmas cliches. And I think that this movie didn't... It's, it, it wasn't cliche enough. Like it didn't have a strong enough Christmas message for me. I don't know. I, like I get it. I, like I need to believe in, you know, Santa to get all the Christmas spirit, but... Because there was a lot of filler and a lot of con, like not a lot of consequences <laughs> lot of for the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, it was too many roller coasters and not enough substance. So then, by the end, when he actually did believe, I didn't really care. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think, Maddie? I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> no. Do you, like, I do you know. agree with? What do you think about kind of? So, would you say that? The message, the through line of that Christmas message is strong enough or, or, or like, oh, do you... Like, I get, yeah. I get that they're trying to make a message and I think as a kid I went kind of through this where I was like, uh, I don't know entirely if Santa, like, is real or not and I am too afraid to ask if that makes sense. But I don't... This movie didn't convince me otherwise. Does that make sense? Like, it wasn't strong enough... Trying to think of a, a a moving comparison, like I was saying to Josh, it's kind of like Tinkerbell, right? The it, the moral is kind of like Tinkerbell. You have to believe in her for her to exist, right? I'm not getting that. <laughs> I'm not getting those Tinkerbell vibes. I'm not feeling strongly enough in Santa because I don't believe <laughs> yeah, it's, in that right. particular Santa and this particular story. Like, this Santa was a bit of an asshole, don't you reckon? He was a bit like, oh, I'm so good. Look at me. I'm a fucking rock star, sort of. <laughs> Just rolled out. All these elves are clapping. Also, and like, yeah, Santa! Maddie, did you, I, I mean, I don't know if this is, like, if um, this is actually a thing, but I realised that the only time there's ever really girl elves 
is at the end when they're all dancing together. I was noticing that too. I was like, it's amazing how they just all paired off when all of the elves in all of the scenes were men and then all of a sudden they're all dancing with a female. I'm like, how does this happen? (laughs) I think we've all forgotten about potentially the best storyline in the film is that there was an elf rock concert where one of the elves was Steven Tyler <laughs> yeah. from Aerosmith. I knew you were going to bring them. <laughs> and 100%, I have never been more entertained and confused in my whole life. You haven't yeah. been to many Aerosmith concerts then. Well, I... I, I I, of all the places to expect to see an Aerosmith concert, no, the middle enough. of a children's Christmas movie isn't one of them. And he, do you think Tom Hanks is a really big fan? <laughs> Maybe. And they made him look like, the elf look like him too. It's not like the kids are going to yeah, go, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a little surprise for the adults. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think that the conductor was susceptible to COVID, given it was played by Tom Hanks? <laughs> no, he definitely would have got COVID because of Tom Hanks. <laughs> was Tom Hanks, like, one of the first people to ever get coronavirus? Is that a thing? Like, he brought it to Australia, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure he got it in Australia. Yeah, oh. I thought he caught it while we he was over here. Oh, I thought he brought it over. I was going to blame him for the hotel quarantine scan. Um, I also think, just briefly back to the movie, um, when they actually made it to the North Pole and then they got lost at the North Pole, it almost felt like like we almost got to, like, the climax of the movie and then they got lost and then we had to rebuild again for, like, another mm. 40 minutes. It was, That's like, true. the exact same story all over again. Yeah. <laughs> And then there was another roller coaster in that section as well. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe this is this is because this is the first time I've ever watched this movie, and and um, you know, it's it's something I haven't come across. But, but that storyline specifically was to involve that know-it-all kid. Yeah. Right. But why couldn't you do he that from the start? Why no, couldn't no, you do it as a foursome? He, because it wasn't supposed to be because he was the annoying kid, but, like, you know, what? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, compared to The Grinch, yesterday's film, what would you prefer to put on again and watch? Amy, I'd like to hear you first. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Um, I mean, I'd probably go this movie, but, Ugh. but like, I don't know. I felt because maybe, maybe because of last night I was set up for it to be a movie, like movie length. I don't know if it was because I was so used to the Jim Carrey or whatever, but like, I, I felt, I mean... I wouldn't say I felt, like, disappointed, but I didn't really feel in the Christmas cheer last night. You weren't satisfied enough yeah. with the 25-minute movie. Mm, I feel the same. Um, and I think that's one of the... I feel like maybe if it was the... I mean, no offence to Luke, but I feel like if it was the actual, like, Grinch movie, 
I may have chosen the Grinch movie over Tonight, but I think because Tonight was an actual movie and it was also one that I've been watching for a very, very long time, like I almost watch it every year, <laughs> then, yeah, I'd probably pick this one over last night. That's it's, – it's a very good point that you make. Um, yeah, because I guess looking at it from a, a sense of a journey that a film takes you on from start to finish, especially Christmas movies too because they never just – you know, you have to learn something. You have to grow. Like that, I feel like that's the moral of every Christmas movie is that you're, you're either learning something or you're growing or you're changing or you're helping or, or something like that. And I don't know if 25 minutes is long enough to get that full story. I think you did. I think the story was easier to grasp in The Grinch than it was The Polar Express. That's, yep, that's fair. Would you say that by the end of the film, Maddie, that you're... Which one made you feel more Christmassy, if that makes sense? So by the end of the film, which one gave you that sense of, oh, yeah, Christmas? Well, here's the thing, like, you and I were talking, Josh. I felt more Christmassy from The Grinch because... like, this wasn't really a Christmas movie. It was his journey to him believing in Santa. It really didn't have anything to do with Christmas. Does that make sense? I mean, besides the fact that it's a Christmas movie set at Christmas <laughs> and they're going to the North Pole to visit uh, Santa Claus, uh, you're right, there's nothing to do with Christmas. No, but I didn't feel the Christmas cheer. They sang one song that I remembered from being seven. I don't know how I knew all the lyrics, but I did. Um, they sang a couple of Christmas songs. They forcibly put, like, so many Christmas carols in the background, like when they're in the North Pole, like... How many Christmas carols did they shove into that also, like, couple of scenes? Also, in, in the Polar Express, their background music is always the same song too. Correct. Yes. It's that, it's so, that. I don't know. Dun, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so I felt like the story is more about his journey to believing Santa than it is Christmas. I, I, I couldn't put it any simpler than that. What about you, Josh? Um, yeah, this is tough because while I definitely preferred watching The Grinch as a film because, it, I mean, one, the story is it's beginning, middle, end. Um, it, it, it even has a roller coaster. <laughs> The Grinch has a roller coaster scene. A couple of roller coaster scenes we've watched. Um, But I think if we're talking about a film that's giving me that Christmas feeling, I think The Polar Express gave me that feeling more than The Grinch. And I think that's because of how, just purely based on Yeah, that's the same as me. Based on the fact, like I definitely, I'm I'm not saying that Polar Express is a good movie or a great movie, but what I'm saying is that because the film had time to breathe and there was different, as as few and far in between that they are, different levels, it gave me a sense of of journey and then climax and then kind of like like release, like it was it was very much a. By the time he finally got to meet Santa and he had the bell and all was happy, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, he did it. Hooray, Christmas. We but opened this movie up on Netflix and Josh went, oh, it's one hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so 
don't I tell did, me I did. it's good as a middle of a start and an end because well, you were you oh, could, go so long. <laughs> I was hoping for 120. You could cut 20 minutes just yes. from the roller coaster scenes alone. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. And that Stephen Tyler scene. <laughs> hey, you, you only cut the things that aren't essential to a film. <laughs> and Stephen Tyler was definitely essential. Um, the other thing that just popped into my head then, um, the, the faces on the kids, um, especially the girl character. I'm it, making a face right now. You can't see me in the podcast, it, it but I'm doing like, it. It's like... And, and, and it, maybe it speaks to why there was hardly any f- girl characters in the film, because... If, from my memory, she's the only one that we see, really. And the sister a couple of times. And, and those random girl elves. Yeah. yeah, but is there... There's no Mrs Claus. There's no, like... In the hot chocolate scene, there's no women. Well, On the I roof, must say, no this, women. this movie lacks a bit of diversity. Um, but then, I mean... But, but, but then yeah. there is a person of and, colour, and, though. That's... We love that, and yes. she's the main character. But I feel like it's very lacking girls. in girls. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I, and part of me thinks, and this is probably poor, but it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, it's directly Mr. Hanks's influence. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've seen Woody that Cherry Tree Lane movie or whatever it is. Um, what? What do you think it was called, Wilson, and not Mary? Um, <laughs> Okay, no, no one understands your reference. That was a castaway joke. Yeah, we know. Cast keep going. Away. Keep going. Anyway, um, yeah, all the male faces were fine, but her face was quite off. <laughs> and part of me, and, and I'm going to throw the question out there, did they not put women in the film because they're like, oh, this is too hard? Oh, it's not a bad... It's not a bad show. Yeah. Because all the men faces were... Consistent. They were the same. They were the same. It's like they got one probably right Tom and then Hanks. went, oh, cool, we can do the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is probably I knew it. Tom Hanks. It was always him. Um, okay. Well, let's... Uh-uh, we have to ask the question, how many Christmas hats out well, of ten? Well, I've started we... this and I'm continuing it. This well, is my segment. I was going to say, before we get that, the other oh. question that we ask... Is did you like this film? And is it in your top five? Oh, okay. Amy, you go first. It's your <laughs> pick. Are you happy with your pick? Like, you happy with this this decision to have this movie in our list? Yeah, I reckon. I mean, like, I can I can see why a lot of people like people wouldn't like it, and I feel like I agree. Like, it, there's a whole lot of stuff going on, whole lot of stories, a lot of roller coasters <laughs> and all that. But I, I feel like it's not the actual, I feel like it's the nostalgia behind it for me. Like my brother and I, it's kind of like Luke last night with the Grinch. Like we watch it, we've watched it so much together and I think it's just like got good memories linked with it. And I think... That's true. I feel like this entire list is very biased towards yes. our own memories and our own like Christmases. Not my piece. But I like that. I know. Not my piece. I know. I know. You decided to be different. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I get what you mean, Amy. Like it's nostalgic for me also. But you yours is nostalgic yes. in a good way. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, fair enough. Keep going. So how many Christmas hats out of ten? Oh, no, where's it right on your top five? Sorry. Um, is it above the green? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, fair. Oh, I, I reckon I'll put it at five because I feel like there's going to be more. Is there going to be better movies than this one? But then I still love this movie. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Josh, what um, about you? I personally... I don't think I liked the movie. I think I could see the value in the movie and I can see why people would like it. But as someone who's never seen it before and, and watching it for the first time... Definitely not something I would voluntarily put on again to watch. Um, probably not going to make my top five, but it it also, you know, there's points in there that I did enjoy. I don't think it's, um, yeah, I definitely don't think it's in my top five, but I'm glad I watched it, if that makes sense. It was It was good to watch and it was, you know... It is definitely a Christmas, you know, one of those big Christmas movies that lots of people talk about. And it was good to see why it means a lot to a lot of people. What about you, Maddie? I don't know why I hate this movie. I like, I don't know what trauma or like anxiety this movie caused me as a kid, but I don't know. I just really do not like the film. But like watching it, like kind of brought back all that nostalgia. I like, I don't know why I was having flashbacks, like Nan flashbacks. Um,. But I, yeah, it's not going to crack my top five, unfortunately. Um, and like, as much as I've been jogging on the movie, it's not the worst movie in the world. I'm sure there will be worse movies that we watch. Um, but yes, I'm not an overall fan of this movie or Tom Hanks in this. <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. He ruins it. <laughs> it is actually. Before we kind of get towards the end there, can I ask, are there any other notable actors in this film besides Tom Hanks? Okay, the kid who plays the know-it-all, um, it's not a kid, it's the guy who plays Eugene from Greece. You know the dork from Greece? Oh, that guy. Yeah, it's him, which is weird. Like, you've got a bunch of kid actors and then this weird dude and Tom Hanks. And then that... Also, I'm pretty sure Josh Hutchins played Billy. As in the guy from The Hunger yeah, Games? Yeah, Peter from The Hunger Games. I'm pretty sure he was Billy. Peter. What the heck kind of impersonation was that? That was that was my Jennifer Lawrence. That was Peter. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's all I, I know. know. Um, oh, and, and Junie help. from Spy Kids was the main kid. Really? Yes. That red Yes, and he's also Fuck. married to Megan Trainer. Really? Yes, that's some that's some notable facts. That's for a you. Christmas miracle, is, is what that is. Is it? There you go. Man. Amy. Man, I. The, yeah. Are you... How many how many Christmas hats out of ten would you give it, Maddie? Hey, this is my segment. Hey, Amy. So, okay. Hey, Amy. How many Christmas hats would you give this out of ten? Mm. I reckon I'd give it a nine. <laughs> Out of 10. Really? Oh, good on you. Wow. It's pretty high. Brave. You are brave. Josh, how many Christmas hats out of 10? Um, I'd have to give it a four. 
four. Yep. I'd have to give it no, a four. No, this one doesn't deserve a four for me. Straight three. <laughs> really? You're lower than a four. Yes. Wow, I'm, I thought I was being pretty hard. I harsh. only gave points for the roller coaster scenes. <laughs> Is it one point per roller coaster just scene? Because that's I liked. like a nine. That's just the one I liked. <laughs> just, just three. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yes, and then of course Luke's score that he definitely mentioned earlier in the podcast. Yes. So that'll be. Thank you for. And your... I definitely agree slash disagree with whatever he says. <laughs> yes, argue, argue, <laughs> consider. Great points, yes, Luke. Yes, well done. Um, unless you disagree with me, and in that case, oh, you couldn't be more <laughs> wrong. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we have fun. Yes. So um, exciting news. So we mentioned yesterday that we do have an Instagram account. Um, so, yes, that is up and running at the moment. You can follow us um, at Christmas and Chill Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can keep up to date with what kind of movies that we're watching. So we're going to post before the evening um, the movies that we're watching so that way you can do the challenge with us. Come and watch along and you can leave your opinions in the comments or send us a message and let us know what you think. Um, we also have a mailbag now, so you can, if you want, send us questions. So you can either message us Is on this Instagram. Is a physical mailbag or just like... It, it, yes. I hope we get people um, sending questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it crow's nest. Um, New South Wales. <laughs> it's exactly. the same one Saturday. Bag four thousand. Um, send your pictures of Mickey Mouse into lock bag four thousand. Fun fact: I won um, Saturday Disney. Okay, moving on. Did you get to meet Shelley? No, Craft? I didn't. I just got all the free shit. <laughs> what was the guy's name from Na- Saturday Nathan? Disney? No. I thought he was from High Five. I can't remember. I'll Google this and I'll be ready to go first thing next episode. (laughs) Uh, We do do have a mailbag, though. Uh, So if you do wish to send us an email, if you have any questions or you want to get in touch, um, please hit us up uh, at our mailbag. So that's mailbag.christmasandchill at gmail.com. Now, uh, feel free to shoot I us a have message. to ask Amy, you said your mum was very displeased about the idea of having to watch the Polar Express. <laughs> did she watch it with you and it, was she okay? Yes, she did watch it with me and she actually said after, she's like, this is the first time I've actually watched the whole thing. Because she's like, I think it was the bit where the... Um, those deer things <laughs> were... The caribou. Yeah, there. <laughs> Well, on the track, she's like, I don't remember this. <laughs> so clearly... because you walk out halfway through. <laughs> yeah, clearly she hasn't been paying attention all the other times Monty and I have been watching oh, it. brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, well, I'm oh. glad she sat through the whole thing and also joined along. Yes. It's fantastic. And um, for our listeners, does anyone know what we're watching tomorrow? Oh, um, give me a second. I believe it's The Muppet Christmas Carol. I just thought I'd double and triple check that, but I'm pretty Uh, sure. Yeah, because I was... Yes, The Muppet Christmas Carol, the 1992 movie. Yeah. It is on Disney+. Plus. Fantastic. So, yes, that's what we're going to be reviewing and watching tomorrow, guys. So um, if you do feel like watching along, um, chuck it on and then have a listen with us tomorrow evening. Um... Anything else you guys would like to say before we wrap up the podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> no. 
Cool. <laughs> Great input. Really glad I asked the question. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.